हरे कृष्णा हरे कृष्णा प्रभु जी मार जानक प्रणाम और गुरुपात गुरु महाराज यस प्रभु जी सो टुडे ऑन एवरीडे चैंट हरिनाम कॉन्फ्रेंस कॉल वी हैव हिज ग्रेट आदि गुरु प्रभु जी एंड ही विल एनलाइटन अस विद द टॉपिक ऑफ द आर्ट ऑफ रीडिंग गीता सो प्रभु जी प्लीज टेक ओवर थैंक यू सो मच हरे कृष्णा संस्कृत वे ऑफ रीडिंग गीता इज इज वन ऑफ द मोस्ट कंप्लीट बुक्स इन द वर्ल्ड मोस्ट कंप्लीट इट्स लाइक ए एनसाइक्लोपीडिया एनसाइक्लोपीडिया अबाउट माइंड एनसाइक्लोपीडिया अबाउट बॉडी एनसाइक्लोपीडिया अबाउट इंटेलिजेंस it's not like a just a textbook and uh and one thing very interesting i heard many years before that you learn gita through service you don't learn gita through reading so i'll tell you a very interesting story and this time when i was in india i was in the adikesha temple in south india the same temple where chaitanya mahaprabhu met a brahman outside the temple and it is the same temple that brahma samita was discovered and i had a unique chance of seeing the adikesha so i have seen uh, padmanabh swami i have seen uh, uh, in kerala i have uh, taken darshan of ranganath swami Ranganath is Vishnu lying down, looking. It was a deity given by Brahma to Vishnu, so that he never forgets the eyes of Vishnu. Eyes of Vishnu, uh, because the eyes of Vishnu do not only uh, uh, watch you but also protect you. So in future, Lanka will have no danger from any of the. other people who are trying to destroy lanka so in that way lanka was seen uh, protected by ranganath so ranganath is actually watching over lanka he is looking at lanka so that nobody so his eyes are facing in the southern direction not in the northern direction then the Deity is sitting in the southwest corner. Look towards the northeast. But here, Ranganath is looking in straight south at zero zero meridian. So eyes of Ranganath show where Ranganath is. Very interesting, isn't it? That the eyes of Ranganath show where Ranganath actually is. 
so so i went to adikesha temple chaitanya mahaprabhu was visiting the temple and chaitanya mahaprabhu was meeting all the people and uh, so he saw one brahman he was sitting down and reading gita with the book upside down his book was not straight the book was upside down so chaitanya mahaprabhu asked him that you are seem to be reading gita but your gita is upside down but in your eyes you are crying it seems that you are your emotional the tears are flowing from your eyes and you you are crying so that brahman was saying he cried he said yes you are right that i am very emotional and the reason i am emotional is that when i look at this picture of krishna driving the chariot or arjun driving the chariot of arjun and he being bhagwan himself everybody knows that he is bhagwan but he being he driving the chariot of arjun shows me the greatness of krishna and the humility of krishna because see being a charioteer is not easy in when you are a charioteer especially for a warrior like arjun the conversation doesn't happen by words conversation happens via instruction to speak so when a warrior is going on the field then the conversation warrior doesn't request you to turn right or left he doesn't have the time so especially in the war and only during the war it's now the territory it's now not as if they repeat only in the war you are so in in the case of war in the time of war the the second time the second time the if you look at the history of mahabharat then arjun charity has been have been many many people many important people have been charity including his own wife subhadra the worship subhadra nanak bolte subhadra there is same person she is sister of krishna bhagwan so the krishna was became the charioteer and it is a very humble position during that time because of it's not because of the profession but because of the way the charioteer has to function warrior has no time to to tell anything and a warrior like arjun when he shouts and gives instructions then he is in a hurry he is not going to follow all the etiquette of conversation also he is going to just say left or right or straight he doesn't follow the etiquette 
because he has is married. He has to fight a war. So this Brahman says, "I when I see Krishna becoming the charioteer of Arjun, my tears flow down. That what a great, great, what a great person, because he is so humble that he has even become a charioteer for his own devotee in front." And Chaitanya Mahaprabhu replied to him that you have understood Bhagavad Gita. You understand why Bhagavad Gita was spoken and what is the purpose of Bhagavad Gita. Because without understanding the mood, you cannot understand Bhagavad Gita. You cannot even read Bhagavad Gita. And many people, they keep on telling me, if I read Sanskrit, I will be able to read Bhagavad Gita. Because Sanskrit reading is important. But if you know Devanagari, you can read anything. And once you repeatedly read it, then the Sanskrit becomes understandable. Nowadays there are no teachers left. In our conference call, there are very good devotees who teach because their whole life has been dedicated in service of Gita. So you can join their classes. But generally, unless the person is a devotee, or unless someone is devoted to the cause of Bhagavad Gita, they cannot teach Bhagavad Gita. It is impossible to teach Bhagavad Gita. Because the Bhagavad Gita is a matter of experience, not a matter of rote learning. It's not a matter in kick off, check off, check, done, check. It doesn't work that way. So, people are looking for happiness. So, Bhagavan Krishna says, Prasadi Sarudukhanam, Anirasipajayate, Prasadi Chitra, Yasu. Buddhi Pariya Vashishyate. And then Nasti Buddhi Ayukta Se, Nach Ayukta Se Bhavana, Nach Abhavita Ashanti, Ashanti Se Kutha Sukham. So, Prasad or the mercy creates happiness, removes all the sadness due to many dukkha, and, and that results in Nasti Buddhi Ayukta Se means that when the buddhi is not attached in yoga, when our intelligence is not connected in yoga, yoga means, yoga doesn't mean exercise. Yoga means unison with Paramatma. Yoga is, as an exercise is very important. Asana are very important. Asana bring stability. Asana bring stability. And very important. And uh, but yoga, asana is a part of yoga. 
And yoga actually means that making your body healthy, comfortable, and then using that good health, the body, to connect with the higher reality of your own self. So right now when you think that you are the mind, you are the body, you are the intelligence, and asana means that yes, you recognize that. Now you are through yoga. You connect it to a higher self. The higher self means understand that you are not the body. And then you understand that this Atma has an eternal relationship with Paramatma. That is called Sanatana. The that relationship. Because it cannot be broken. The togetherness of Atma and Paramatma in material world <coughs> cannot be broken. That relationship is called Sanatana. Because it cannot be broken by anything, by anyone, by anybody. By even weather, cannot be broken. So that is called Sanatana. Yoga and Sanatana has same meaning. Literally, connect, like little bit difference is there. Sanatana denotes the relationship. And yoga is a method of establishing that relationship. So when Krishna says, Nasti buddhi ayuktasya, nacha ayuktasya bhavana. Nacha bhavayita shanti, shanti se kutasukun. So when the intelligence is not connected in yoga, and And there is no bhavna. So, and the bhav is the, is the inclination. Or it's not feeling. Feeling is very shallow. Feeling is very external. It's emotional. Bhav means inclination. Almost like a vritti. So vritti is not there, then automatically there cannot be any peace. And if there is never peace, how can there be happiness? So, if you do not develop these two things, bhavana, and you will not get peace, and if you do not develop uh, yuktasya, do not engage your intelligence in yoga, then also you will not develop the feeling. When you don't have the feeling for this subject, nor you are in yoga, then your mind will be always unstable. There will be no peace in the mind. And this is for people who are on the beginning stages of, of learning Bhagavad Gita. 
then the third thing is bhoktaram yagatapasam sarulokameshwaram sulitam sarvabhutanam jyatva mam shantim chati and so you have to combine many of these shloka of bhagavad gita together your intelligence is not fixed in bhavana in 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 yoga and you don't have feeling of bhav of connecting with the object of bhagavad gita so shanti is not there bhavana you are not connected to shanti and and you also do not know that the sarvalokamaheshwaram the the ishwar of all the ishwar is krishna and he is a bhokta of all the yajna indirectly not directly vishnu never participates in yajna namam karmaani yantre na karma phalesha even karma is yajna yajna karma sodhvat means yajna from yajna ट्रेन Shanti, and if you are not in Shanti, there will be no happiness. Shanti is a kutasu kum. Without peacefulness, there is no. And Krishna says, "Bhuktaram yoga tapasam." So this, that's why I said, Bhagavad Gita is an encyclopedia of mind, intelligence, how it works, and it also takes you. Each shloka of Bhagavad Gita. can take you to a completely different level if you start connecting with even just following the conversation or picking up conversation of krishna arjun from different parts of bhagavad gita and joining them together it's so amazing like when you write a book and you speak a conversation then you have to only stay relevant to the conversation but this conversation of arjun and krishna is so amazing that you can pick any part of the conversation and you can join with any other part of conversation that is the most amazing part of bhagavad gita i have written two translations on bhagavad gita one is the hindu bible in the gita and i was amazed when i was writing those translations that i can pick up any part of bhagavad gita and join with any other part of bhagavad gita and know the book you can do that know the book that means krishna's words are absolute what information is giving in the fifth chapter can be combined with information in second chapter third chapter fifth chapter 18th chapter 12th chapter 13th chapter any chapter you vam pashati sarvatra saram sri pashati is 
who one who sees me everywhere and everything in me somebody person i am never lost to him and he is never lost to me and he is explaining the point of his being omnipresent his omnipresence is present everywhere he is not just in one location he is in every location he is everywhere he is not in one place he is every place so the we have to understand that bhagavad gita is an absolute book it is the first book in the world or the only book in the world which makes sense from any page wherever you start you just randomly open the book bhagavad gita will start talking to you or you will start reading most times we think that we are reading bhagavad gita i say another thing bhagavad gita is the only book which where both of you are reading each other because it enters your mind if you are sincere bhav if i said the bhav has to be important jab bhav ye ta sab and the third thing is no so you need yoga bhav and the third thing is that you need to know that uh, krishna is speaking bhav for bhav for the for the feeling actually this, the vishnu's one of the name is shanti also peace vishnu means peace by simply remembering the name of hari yot and peace so yoga bhav and then the third thing is uh krishna says in bhagavad gita in bhagavad gita says in that pranipate na pariprashne and tatvadarshivi keywords he uses that tatvidhi pranipatena pariprashena sevaya so you need to bhav you have the connected in connected to yoga in bhav and then pariprashena padipata pranipatena pranipatena comes first serving those people who are seeing the truth who experience it who inspire you with your uh with their lifetime of service to bhagavad gita tatvadarshi because over over a period of time you start seeing the tatva in action tatva means tatva you start seeing tatva in action tatva means that you are seeing the 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 interaction of guna 
interaction of of uh, how prakriti creates guna and how prakriti has come into existence because gama vishya cha bhutani tarayam ahamo jesa that where vishnu has entered the mahatvatva madhyoni bhavan brahma is that he is entering into the madhyoni means mat brahma means here is mahatvatva entering mahatvatva the prakriti is activated prakriti is activated guna are created so these are different tattva you are seeing <laughs> so person who has seen that vision who knows how this thing is whole thing is working when you do pranipatena serve that person and ask questions pranipatena ask questions after proper surrendering your intellect surrendering doesn't mean that giving up individuality means submissive understanding learning when you learn then they will reveal to you the the secrets of bhagavad gita krishna himself has said secrets of bhagavad gita he has explained that how the modes interact how the guna activate the modes prakriti activates the guna guna is the modes and then those three act so then that person can explain to you what is the purpose of bhagavad gita or he will connect you to the topics of bhagavad gita topics of bhagavad gita are generally five topics atma parmatma kal karma and prakriti so these five topics these are the there is nothing this is an encyclopedia of these five topics and when you then you read gita it starts making sense to you gita starts speaking with you like i said before the last thing is seva but it is the most important thing you do seva of bhagavad gita by reading yourself and repeating to others you become very dear to him said in the 18th chapter there is no one more dear to me than him or her who explains this secret to the my devotees who is a devotee everybody is a devotee who is innocent who is not purposely working against or who doesn't want to misuse the information of gita to further his own cause the many translators of bhagavad gita who actually take people away from bhagavad gita they use bhagavad gita for their own benefit so many of them and they they regularly speak about big big topics big big things 
but they actually do not understand what they are doing what they are saying why they are saying it but they do it just to satisfy their ego because without understanding bhagavad gita you are not considered a scholar all the scholarships in the world fail because there is no reasoning everything is for earth to sanjayan earning some money and nowadays those people are present themselves as scholars nowadays so so this is what i want to present if anyone has any question so i hope you understand the art of reading bhagavad gita so these points you take into account connected in yoga you can be chanting there is also yoga you can be doing your listening to speaker there is also yoga trying to understand parmatma yoga bhavana and paripashena paripatena and seeking knowledge from tatvarshi and the most important is seva which is telling trying to tell bhagavad gita to others distributing bhagavad gita to others if after you read it nowadays you get into distribution without reading it but if you distribute without even reading it you get agyat sukriti or the motivation to read what you are actually distributing so with that i'll stop here if you have any questions or comments you can ask hari krishna hari krishna thank you prabhu ji hari krishna prabhu ji mai tanu pranam on to shri prabhu guru maharaj very inspiring class prabhu ji thank you so much you always uh, you know your classes are unique when your experiences you share um yeah, i get the true meaning coming out you know <laughs> thank you so much for uh, sharing and we just went through the gita jayanti and now you know some of us are thinking that we should regularly read the bhagavad gita never just read it and leave it continuously keep on reading you know so this class is very motivating for me thank you so much hari krishna good day to the questions 